this episode of Gayish was recorded in front of a live studio audience. That's not true at all. <laughs> Tell me it gets better. Say that it gets better. O-P-S, I'm O-P-S, I'm Gayish. Hello everyone in the podcast universe, this is Gayish. The podcast that's surprisingly good at tying a cherry stem with its sphincter. <laughs> I can do two at the same time. I stay away from that shit. <laughs> One thing at a time should be going in or out. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. And we're here to bridge the gap between sexuality and actuality. Today we're going to talk about baseball. We are. Okay. But first. No, not no? but first. Well, okay. okay. So I went to a baseball game. You did. And there was... On the scoreboard, it said, hit into DP. <laughs> and I just sat there like, what? <laughs> what do you mean? I looked it up before this, and apparently it's hit into... Uh, I already forgot. I can't stop thinking about double penetration. Um, right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Which is normal. <laughs> I wonder how we barely like even get through an episode at a time. DP, but... uh, double points. No. Double, double play. Double play. Yeah. So what, that's one mystery of baseball solved. We're already educating the masses. <laughs> I think that was both an education to straight people and gay people. Yeah. Double penetration. Or DP for short. Yep. Before we talk about Before baseball. Before we talk about baseball. Uh, you have some really good news for us. Oh, yes. We moved on to the next round in the podcast awards. So... Thank you so much to all those who voted. Uh, we really appreciate it. Now it is up to the hands of the judges. So a bunch of people are going to listen to us and decide if they like us or not. And all of those of you who like enough people voted for us, it happened. So if you voted, be sure to let us know so that Kyle can personally nose blast you. <laughs> Real good. We, but we promised. We promised. It's them. just a five minute teaser, though. You don't get the full Kyle gets nose blasting experience. Oh, well. They have to pay extra. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> we got to save that for like the Emmys. All right. So we're recording this on the same day the episode's actually coming out. Oh, yeah. Which is unusual. But there was something really big that happened today. You know, everyone was watching and posting about it. Uh, it doesn't come around too often. Right. Yeah, it was pretty rare. But it was my uh, semi-annual interracial neighborhood orgy blowout. Oh. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It was... It was uh, yeah, really popular. It was trending on social media. Okay. Yeah. Did you have a hashtag? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We didn't. We couldn't think of a good name for it. Oh. But okay. So let me describe it to you before I tell you what the hashtag oh, was. Okay. Yeah. Um, there were like all the white guys and lighter skinned Hispanics got in the middle in a circle. Uh huh. And then the dark guys and the black guys and uh, Brazilians uh -huh. slowly moved in on them. Uh huh. Until they, you know, all you could see was darkness. Oh yeah. But then they moved away. Yeah. I, we didn't have a good name for it. We just called it The Darkening. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't think of a better name for what describes that, so... Yeah. There, if only there was a word. If only there was a word to describe that, yeah. I mean, but tips if you run across the semi-annual interracial orgy blowout, mm -hmm. don't look directly at the orgy. Right? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. You might go blind. Uh, yeah, well, be sure to wear protection. Gotta wear protection. So I've heard that everyone is actually wrong... Uh -huh. That when once once you go black, it does go back. <laughs> it going black apparently only lasts like one to five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> which is fine. Which that's is, all you need. That's all you need. <laughs> 
Um, I heard that you even like I thought I could take selfies during it, but apparently even that will damage you. Right. Yeah. You have to be careful. There's a lot of knockoff equipment online. Oh, yeah. No, you don't want that like that. (laughs) You think you're protected. Right. But pro tip, anyone trying to say that you can fuck someone with a pinhole condom. Yeah. Is yeah. wrong. Don't don't listen to them. Don't trust them. It's not going to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So baseball. We talked about basketball, but baseball is interesting because there has never been an out gay player while they were playing, mm-hmm. and the closest we've come is there were two people in 2015 that uh, came out and they were in the minor leagues. Mm-hmm. And okay, it was really interesting because. One of them, uh, David Denson, he played for the Helena Brewers, which everyone was like, oh, that counts because it's affiliated with the Milwaukee Brewers. So it's the first out gay baseball player affiliated with the MLB. Mm. And what I got out of that, we're just stretching to try to find gay baseball players. (laughs) It's not. I stretch daily to find (laughs) gay baseball players. (laughs) Um, That's smart. I, but you've st- struck out so far, right? Baseball yeah. reference. Boom. Let's count how many I can get. One. I don't know. Does DP count or did that get me negative? Yeah. Okay. Two so far. Good. Um, yes. You, you, you were out in left field there a couple of times. <laughs> it was an inside the park home run. <laughs> what are the baseball terms that we know that sound like sex acts? Because I just realized that pinch hit, that sounds like something that would happen uh, in what, bed. What's a, what's a pinch hit? Huh? What's a pinch hit? Uh, that's that's when you walk up behind a guy with a really hot ass and you pinch it and then he hits you. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a sex act. Some people get off on that uh, shit. Yeah. They love it. Okay, I thought the pinch hit was like the Houdini. Have you heard of this? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're laughing already. I love it. Okay. The pinch hit, aka the Houdini, mm-hmm. is where you're fucking a guy mm-hmm. and then like doggy style he's a very narrow waist for your hand motions there but go ahead this is all i this (laughs) you must be this skinny to ride this train okay um um so you're fucking a guy then without him noticing you have your buddy come in the door and switch out with you like you pulled your dick out and then on a long thrust and then he thrusts in and replaces you and then you go outside walk out to the window and then you wave while that person's still getting fucked and they're like what the fuck i thought you were fucking me he's pinch hitting it's been shit yeah. <laughs> that's an actual thing by the way um that's also rape so yeah, but, don't do that um what's the shortstop it's like it's like okay so you're fucking a guy and he's like oh yeah i'm close i'm close and you just stop and then he's like ah uh, oh. <laughs> I think it's when a guy starts blowing you under the table and, and then you stand up and then you realize, nope, you're short. Stop. <laughs> oh, wait. I'm not into you anymore because you... you're short. <laughs> See, I don't care about height because everyone's the same height when they're laying down. Um, okay. What about what's the guy on the third baseline that, the, that's like helping them like know what to do? You were so terrible. No, I. <laughs> this is like the. Um, the third base coach? Yeah, is that what it's called? Probably. Is there not not a different name? What's the third base coach? What's that? What's that sect act? Third base coach? Yeah. Uh, that's when you are in the fraternity house, and um, 
you're you're uh you're making out you're getting hot and heavy uh-huh. and then your roommate is like fuck him <laughs> <laughs> you made it to third base but you gotta bring this He's home like spinning his hand in there like go 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 <laughs> uh the seventh inning stretch <laughs> um i think it's like when you're giving a marathon blowjob and you have to make sure that you don't get TMJ. Oh, yeah, so yeah. You, you do the seventh inning stretch. You oh. rub you rub your cheeks and kind of, you know. But, but you got to do it like you got to be cool about it. So that's like where you're like, so then you like stop. You give him a hand job. And then yep. with the other hand, you rub your jaw. Yep. Yep. Or um, you, you can you can you, you can focus on the balls then, too. Mm, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, that's a good distraction for like, let me take a little break. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Um, Cracker Jacks. What? What is that? It's when I jerk off a white guy. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Of course it is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Who's the home team? The home team? Oh, like home in a way. You got to put that in your grinder profile. You got to know, like, if you're if you if you you're gonna stay at home or. If you're going to be the visitor. Oh, like host or travel. Yeah. Are you home or away? Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about like a, the, uh, a world series is when you try to bang a dude of every color, but it turns out all you can do is a Canadian. Is there Canadian baseball teams that play against in the US? The, in the MLB. Yeah. Shut up. I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle's mind has been blown. I thought it was just a US thing. Mm-mm. Okay, so it's like a North American thing minus Mexico? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like most things are. <laughs> oh, rally cap. Rally cap? You know, you got to like put your rally cap on. Yeah, I, I think um, that's when an orgy is going really badly. So you turn your condom inside out. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. I, th- I think that's the end of that segment. You can't. How do you how do you top that? Top that. Top that. Like who can who's gonna go ahead and top that? Top that. Is what movie's that from? Teen Witch. I thought that top that song sounds way gayer now that I think about it. <laughs> I don't want to re-listen to that. Are these these references are getting more and more obscure and I like that a lot. <laughs> like if you need your Mike and Kyle decoder ring <laughs> and twenty dollars to care of <laughs> Yeah, so MLB, so far, not seeming super down with the gays. Yeah. So, I'm going to... We're going to go back and forth, but I'm going to start. Yeah. I'm going to tell you about Ryan Jordan Santana. Okay. Outsports is an awesome site, by the way, if you want gay sports information. They do, like, a lot of the people that come out, they write about them or they come out to Outsports, so... They need all the support they can get. <laughs> they, they like talk about niche. Like, um, so he actually plays for Australia mm. or an Australian team. Um, he came out just recently in April of 2017. Okay. Um, he plays for the Golden Grove Dodgers. Okay. And that's an Australian team. Australian baseball. Yeah. You like we had to go to Australian baseball. Which we established last episode is not even barely a country. Barely, well, okay. I, I feel a little bit vindicated in making fun of Australia. I didn't realize they don't have a full same-sex marriage yet. They do not. They have, like, uh, similar to what the U.S. said, like, domestic partnerships. Yep. But, uh, yeah, if you go to a different country and get married and come back to Australia, you can't get divorced. 
Because <laughs> they don't recognize it. I now have a plan for my next marriage. <laughs> you literally can't divorce. It's not legal for you to divorce me. Yeah. And he also played baseball in his Catholic high school and at his evangelical college. Um, and his college had a policy barring gay sex. Yeah. How do you enforce that policy is what I really want to know. How do they know? Yeah. I mean, like, unless you have like a, I don't know, a spermometer in the toilet. A spermometer? Yeah. Okay. You, you know, it just checks for sperm content oh. when you flush. I always just used a black light, but it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so he came out. He said that just 10 months before he came out, he said he wasn't able to say the words, I'm gay, mm. which is something we talked about. Just like saying it for Practiced. the first time is really yeah. hard. And in fact, he came out um, on a TLC show called This Is Life Live. So he came out to two teammates and like, it makes sense that he wasn't able to say it until recently. It was super uncomfortable. Mm. It was like I had when I first came out, just like the first person you're like, I need to tell you something. Yeah. And then you're like, uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So when he did come out, one of his teammates said he was surprised because he was a ladies man and he thought he was an alpha male. And Ryan replied, I still am, <laughs> which I love it's that. Totally true. Yeah. he. It's like, you know, this guy was processing like, oh, I thought you were one thing, but now you're different. And it's like, well, no, I still am an alpha male. Yeah. Like, yeah. Maybe change your idea of what gay means. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so I thought that was really cool. His like immediate response to that guy. And then, so uh, they're, they're, the two teammates, they both said something similar, which I wanted to talk to you about. They both said something like, this doesn't change anything. Right. Which I'm torn about that. Like on one hand, I really like someone saying that meaning like, we're still cool. We're still friends. Everything's the way it used to be. But part of it feels like, disingenuous or something like it no like it's different like yeah. i feel like that almost diminishes the importance of this person coming out and his life is going to be different to you now that he's out yeah i don't know what yeah. do you think uh I, I think it's really similar to people who say like i don't care or i like i love you anyway which is just even slightly worse than that yeah but at, at, at the end of the day i don't want people to pretend i'm not gay I don't want it to be, I don't want people to be blind to it. Right. I want it, I want them to know and for it to be okay. Right. And, and for them to talk about it just like they used to ask, hey, are you dating any girls now? Hey, are you dating any guys? So yeah. things, it doesn't have to be huge monumental changes, but that things will change. Things are different. And it's likely a huge monumental change for the person that just came out. Right. You're right. Not much is going to change for you if you're on board and you're good with it, but that's because you're privileged to be a straight person and so that's fine just be sensitive to the fact that it's a huge change for whoever it was yeah yeah i definitely agree i just i i recognize at the same time that someone saying that has really great intentions behind like you know we we're going to continue to be just as good of friends as we were before so i think that's better <laughs> than lots of other possible responses yeah and i don't know what i exactly i would prefer but Something like this, maybe this doesn't change our friendship. Yeah. Yeah. And I know this is big for you or I don't know. Yeah. Something along those lines. Yeah. Okay. The other part about this that I thought was really interesting is I, in one of the articles I saw, it said super cute professional baseball player comes out on live TV. 
which they're right. He was super cute. He was really attractive. And I, when I read that, I was like, oh, that's weird. Like that, do we, is that important? Like, is that part important to the story? Do we need uh, to tell people that he's cute in the headline? To, oh. But as soon as I like thought that to myself, I realized when I was searching for him to find information and I saw pictures show up in Google, I was clicking those pictures and looking around. So I do that same thing of like, yeah. you know, if a athlete comes out, if, if a pop star comes out or whatever, instantly their appearance is really important. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I think I, I realized when I looked that up, when I did the thing that then just moments later, I was grossed out by in the article and, and I really want to stop doing that. You're not going to though. It's really hard. <laughs> and even when I'm so like, yeah, it's, it's so hard when you see <laughs> cute gay players that play baseball. Um, I don't like this, like in my writing that I do, I hate the idea that things you know, web series or shows can be popular yeah. purely because of the hot dudes that they have in them. Yep. But at the same time, I recognize that to get viewers that helps. And I, and I don't yeah. like that when I'm trying to do something or put something out there. Well, and I think we're in this weird space for gay visibility too, that men get in trouble all the time. Straight men get in trouble all the time for objectifying women. But for some reason, because of where we're at we get a pass mm -hmm. like it's okay for you and i because we're gay to objectify men and we have lots of bits about it on the show and we can't stop because then we won't have any content <laughs> but like, it, it, it's interesting there is a double standard and i almost feel like that's like the world owes us yeah. <laughs> the rest of your life is hard go ahead you can have this one thing objectify away our gay ancestors got <laughs> beaten to a bloody pulp we can talk about that guy's abs yeah exactly you owe us straight people exactly no really send the pictures no, in yeah. <laughs> it's gayishpodcast at gmail.com so i i've thought about this a lot and it's not just like appearance but also the connection to sex and gay uh culture sure and part of me thinks that a little bit is what straight people have done to us. They forced gay people to be in the closet, not allowed to be out. So they had to, you know, do these creative things to like, if you told straight dudes, they couldn't have sex. Like what? I don't like, right. They, it doesn't matter. They would fuck it anyway. Yeah. So like, so in addition to being in the closet, we also had to find secret ways to satisfy our sexual needs. And that put it like that made it so, you know, the gay people had the tapping under the bathroom stall or sex clubs or, you know, hooking up in parks. Like, I feel like all those things that people think of is kind of gross or why do you do that now is like, well, you kind of forced our yeah. hand there. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think the connection between gay people and sex. It's a little bit why abstinence only education doesn't work. Hmm. They're going to bang. Yeah. Instead of pretending they're not or trying to force them not to. How about we figure out how to get them as much information and tools for safety as possible? Exactly. I had no idea how to stick something up my butt when I first did it. You're still pretty bad at it. That's true. No, <laughs> no one has taught me still. <laughs> Will someone teach me? That's a weird thing to put out into the public. <laughs> what is currently auditioning for the role of Kyle's butt ass filler. tutor. <laughs> yeah, sure. Put that up on Craigslist and see what happens. <laughs> I'm going to just keep blaming everything on straight people. I hope you feel bad about yourselves, straight people.
Yeah. That's the point of this, right? <laughs> yeah. What percentage of our audience do you think is straight? A surprising amount. I think more than half. Eh, all right. Do you think they're learning good things or horrible things by listening to us? <laughs> Probably both. How, and that's the point. How do you feel about us being the source of education for straight people? I'm not feeling too good about it. I'm going to be honest. We're getting asked more and more questions that's in, true. in all, like lots of different contexts. And yeah. it makes me happy. Yeah. Yeah, but, me too. Mike, what do you got about baseball? Well, so here's the thing. We say that there are no out MLB players and that there haven't ever been mm -hmm. but glenn burke uh was an mlb player for the los angeles dodgers and the oakland a's from 1976 to 1979 this is the late 70s he was out as gay to his teammates and team owners uh he said uh quote by 1978 i think everybody knew and i'm sure my teammates didn't care Former Dodgers team captain Davey Lopez said no one cared about his lifestyle. And Burke told the New York Times that prejudice drove him out of baseball sooner than it should have. But I wasn't changing. Hmm. Okay, I wonder if that's what happened. Did I mention this? That David Denson, the guy that was out in the like MLB affiliated thing, retired two years later after he came out? Oh. Did I say that? Yes. No, I don't know. I don't remember either. <laughs> Um, well, I, it was weird. It sounded in the story about him retiring. It didn't say that it was because he was gay, but it also like he had, he tweeted this, this article said, you know, he tweeted so excited about spring awakening. I don't know, whatever they do where they play baseball early spring training. Sure. Spring training. Spring fling? Spring fling? That's this great spring fling baseball. Yeah, the spring thing that they all do. And then he ended up retiring or announcing that he was retiring after spring, the spring fling. So it didn't say it was because he was gay, but it also seemed like that's weird that just two years after that you coming out that he's retiring. I mean, this, this sounds creepily similar. I don't know about that particular instance. Neither do. But, oh, I'm speculating. Uh, and uh, hashtag blame straight people. Yeah, uh, That's <laughs> the theme of this show, maybe. So the, the thing that I never really considered was that somebody could be out and have their job force them not to be in collusion. This is not he was trying to hide his sexuality because he would be fired. This was he was out and this is what they did. The vice president... Al Campanis, in the off-season of 1977, offered Glenn Burke $75,000 to get married. Shut the fuck up. And Burke's response was, I guess you mean to a woman? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. And th they were trying really hard to quash it as much as possible. The other thing, the other thing that happened was... Um, would, you, would you get married to a woman if, I don't know, let's say it was a million dollars now. Would you get married to a woman? No. I think I've reached the point in my life where I realize that just money is great and I like it and it makes a lot of doors open, but it's not worth living that kind of a lie. Like if she was in on it, maybe, but to pretend to be straight and marry a woman for some cash prize and then try to keep up that. I've already done that. I just didn't get paid for it. <laughs> not cool. I would do it for a frozen cheese burrito. Oh, really? Yeah. But I think that even still happens today. Like, I'm pretty sure that's what's going on for Chris Pine. 
At, oh, le- at, least, yeah, yeah. at least in my dreams. <laughs> Wait, he's getting married to a woman in your dreams? No, the, any appearance of straightness is a carefully concocted facade put mm. out by him and his publicist and the studios. That gotcha. He's actually a raging queer and... A, just I want to go to there. <laughs> yeah, but this is uh, kind of back to the attractiveness thing. Like we only we only fantasize about hot dudes being gay, <laughs> right? That's that sucks. Do you know who Tommy Lasorda is? No, I don't know who he is. Uh, he was the Dodgers manager, and he's also famous because of the Ultra Slim Fest commercials. <laughs> no, okay. I was like, how would you, you when you started talking about him being a manager? I was like, why did you even ask? But then you went on to Slim Fest commercials, and then I was like, okay, I get it. Yep. Yeah, he was like one of their big like miracle transformations. Oh yeah, yeah. A shake for breakfast, a shake for lunch, and a sensible dinner. Tommy Lasorda <laughs> went from looking like Jabba the Hut to. Uh, a, a slightly smaller job of the <laughs> good work yeah. um, you've achieved it but he had a gay son Tommy Lasorda Jr. and Glenn Burke apparently w- like tried to befriend them and I, I like to think that it was just out of solidarity or whatever but apparently Tommy Lasorda was 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 pissed hey Mike hey hey Kyle was Tommy Lasorda pissed yes uh, Lasorda. Lasorda. <laughs> he was Lasorda angry. Yeah. <laughs> his his son was Lasorda gay. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Lasorda has disputed that, but says he doesn't understand Burke's behavior at the time. Quote, why wouldn't he come out? Why keep that inside? Glenn had a lot of talent. He could have been an outstanding basketball or baseball player. He sure was good in the clubhouse. What happened? I don't know what happened. He just wasn't happy here. So wait, this manager is confused about why he, the baseball player wouldn't come out? Yes. When they offered him money to marry a woman? Yeah. Well, okay, let's let's piece these puzzle pieces together. Yeah. Lasordic. Uh they they traded him to the o- Oakland A's and um I prefer the Oakland D's. Suggestion <laughs> The suggestions have been uh, uh that that homophobia was why they traded him and the other Dodger players apparently hated it because they loved him. When he went to the Oakland A's, Billy Martin became the manager in 1980 and used the word faggot in the clubhouse uh, and and some teammates avoided showering with Burke. Burke suffered a knee injury and retired. He told People Magazine in 1994 that, quote, my mission as a gay baseball player or a gay ball player was to break a stereotype. I think it worked. It's strange to me that everyone on his team was cool with it. Like, so I'm, I'm, where was the problem? The problem was with the managers, like the managers of the team didn't think people were ready for it or the fans were ready for it. I think the fans, it's always about the business part. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's what, that's what I was thinking about. Like if everyone, if no one on the team had a problem with it, like at some point, something more powerful than everyone being on board is blocking it. And yeah, I think you're right. I think it's the business and the fear of losing money. And that's, I think why, you know, actors don't come out. Cause it's like, well, will I lose what I've worked for, will I not get parts anymore? And that sucks when fear is what's driving you instead of happiness. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Burke said he, he was proud of his uh, accomplishments. And he said, quote, they can't ever say now that a gay man can't play in the majors because I'm a gay man and I made it. Oh, that's awesome. So at least from that quote, he thought he was out. Yeah. And and but history has sort of forgotten him because of all of these efforts to a little bit keep it under wraps. Yeah, yeah, and I think you're right like I know we talked about even like historically does the word gay like 
yeah. didn't mean what it means today. So, so I think there's a part of it like before this whole movement of acceptance and it being okay to be out. But we didn't we didn't do the thing where like this person comes out, hey everyone in the news, and then it's all right. talked about. Like that's not what it was like back then. Right. So it it's less of a labeling and pu- they came publicly out. So now your status has changed from we assume you're straight to now you're gay. It, yeah, it just wasn't like that. Yep. And uh, so a couple of other things about Glenn Burke. He passed away. He died of AIDS-related complications in 1995, mm. like so many of the pieces of our history that decimated all of these giants in our history. But there's an excellent chance that he invented the high five. Oh, Okay, I've heard there was a gay dude <laughs> that invented the high five. Glenn Burke. And I didn't know it was this guy. Glenn Burke, yeah. I hate him. You hate him? You I, don't like fi- high five? I hate high fives. Why? Okay, I figured this out recently. Stare at their I, elbow. No, it's not that I can't do it. It's like sports. It's not that I can't do sports. I'm okay at sports. Uh-huh. The reason I hate it is because it, like, it is so awkward when someone puts their hand up and no one high fives them. It's oh. like a, I think there's something about like putting yourself out there that you may not get re- reciprocated. You have high five anxiety. Uh, yes. Oh, somebody high five him quick. And Do then it. if you miss, then it's all weird. Oh, it's like, you know, when you go into a sex club and there's an ugly guy that's just bent over and his buttholes out and yeah. it's just like someone fuck it. I know no one wants to, but just please <laughs> like it's just getting left unfucked or, or, or put a tarp over it. <laughs> <laughs> Either put something in it or on it so that it doesn't stare at me anymore. Right. Yeah. OK, so n- not only is it likely that he invented the high five, we know on what date. It was October 2nd, 1977, in front of 46,000 screaming fans at Dodger Stadium while he was a Dodger. Uh, It was the last day of the regular season. Uh, Dodgers left fielder Dusty Baker had just gone deep off the Astros' J.R. Richard. It was Baker's 30th home run, making the Dodgers the first team in history to have four sluggers. Baker, Ron Say, Steve Garvey, and Reggie Smith with at least 30 homers each. Uh, It was a wild, triumphant moment and a good omen as the Dodgers headed to the playoffs. Burke, waiting on deck, thrust his hand enthusiastically over his head to greet his friend at the plate, and Baker, not knowing what to do, smacked it. (laughs) Quote, his hand was up in the air and he was arching way back, says Baker, now 62 and managing the Reds. So I reached up and hit his hand. It seemed like the thing to do. Huh. That's that's what gays are known for. If something's out there, you just hit it. Well, so... (laughs) Apparently, he took the high five back to the Castro in San Francisco, and it became known as a gay greeting. Shut up. Be- high fives are gay? Yeah. Oh, man. I had no idea it was part of my history. Yeah. My, now do you hate high fives? My handstory. <laughs> yes, I still don't like them. Okay. But they're but they're part of our history now. Uh, I mean, okay, maybe I'll have to, like, rethink. But they're not, like, but it's, like, changed. It's, like, the etymology, that's the etymology of high fives. But, like, the current state is not, they're a straight thing now. Straight people took our culture. Take back the five. (laughs) That sounds like, like, Friday nights at the Eagle. (laughs) That's all I had to say about Glenn Burke. I have three bullet points. 75 grand to get married, invented the high five, maybe, died of AIDS in 95. <laughs> That's all you need to know. <laughs> a recap of David Burke. Glenn Burke. Glenn Burke. <laughs> I almost said David Duke, which that's a different person. I hope he 
David Duke dies of AIDS. Actually, I hope he dies in semi-annual neighborhood interracial orgy. Yep. 2017. Yep. <laughs> I hope he doesn't wear his protection. And he just gets fucked to death. And it goes badly. <laughs> A horse comes along from Enumclaw. <clears throat> Enumclaw. <laughs> just fucks the shit out of him. <laughs> oh, God. There's a headline. There's a headline. <laughs> There's the, okay, if that was a headline, that would be our new favorite headline for sure. Yeah. My turn? I think so. We were done with Glenn Burke, yeah? Yeah. AIDS. High five. <laughs> Wait, okay. <laughs> Sorry. That's not... <laughs> no, okay. Moving along, right along. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, so it's weird. Yeah, we there was this dude super out and down, and but now we're at this point where there's not a gay MLB player to be seen. Right. In spite of that, the MLB is trying to be soups gay friendly. Mm. They've launched, this was back in 2015, they launched an entire uh, line of pride hats. Oh. And t-shirts. Not all. It looks like Yankees, Red Sox, Giants, Dodgers, Cubs. Oh, and other teams. So it looks like at least some of the teams had like rainbow yeah, gear. It, it, that's like that's like the easiest hurdle, right? Like, like <laughs> I, I know. I know. Those, those gays, they love some rainbow shit. So let's, we're going to make some rainbow shit. Also, good way to make money. Like, let's not yeah. discount that like... You will increase your sales if you have a line for gay people and they will probably make more money off of it. Like, let's not discount that the thing they did to be more accommodating, which, by the way, is great. Like, I like the fact that someone says I support you, but then they're also making money off of it. So it's not purely like the goodwill of their heart, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's like the wedding industry when they realize, oh, gay marriage actually gets us a huge bump. And gays love a party. <laughs> <laughs> and they have lots of disposable income because yep. they mostly don't have kids. Yep. Or I shouldn't say mostly. I don't know that for a fact. But I think you're right. Oh, okay. Um, I think it reminds me a lot about or a lot of uh, weed. Like people are like, weed is terrible. And then they make all this tax revenue off of it. And they're like, wait, more weed, weed. weed might be okay. Yeah. Hey. Oh, hey. How, what's up, heroin? <laughs> You're next. <laughs> Heroin's a little bit more expensive and more addictive. Let's sell yeah. it. <laughs> Needles for everyone. You get a needle. You get a needle. Everybody gets a needle. Oh, Oprah. Oh. I would watch that episode if she just started handing out crack. It'd oh, I would, well, I would rather. Wait. Is heroin crack? No, it's not. We don't know things about drugs. <laughs> I thought you meant if Oprah like did heroin. Oh. And I, we just got like, it, there was no plan. It was just cameras on Oprah does heroin and we watch. Yeah. Oh my God. That'd that, be great too. That would be amazing. I don't even know what happens to you on heroin, but like that has to be incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Oprah, if you're listening. Yeah. Come on our show. Come on our show. Do some heroin with us. Also, bring heroin. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah, so, pride. Pride things. Yeah, pride things. I don't know how we... Um, uh, some of the Wait, you don't know how we got to Oprah doing heroin? <laughs> there was a super, the line seemed pretty clear to me. Super logical path we took. Um, some of the teams host Pride Night. Um, they hired their first ambassador for inclusion billy bean who what yeah ambassador for inclusion um that... he's a former outfielder who uh came out after retiring okay so 
he's so they gave him a title like well (laughs) i don't know exactly what it like all of these things i okay to be honest i have mixed feelings about these things it like mostly i feel good about them but something's a little bit weird about all this effort they're putting in to be inclusive when they don't have a single fucking out gay player right like i think they're trying to build an environment that makes it okay yeah which is great yeah i don't know why what part of me is conflicted about it like that's all good things you want to build this environment and even i really liked uh i read something that billy bean said and he was like we're not trying to force people to come out we're trying to let people make the right decision for them and just make this a place that it could be okay if they did like you know they're not trying to out anyone or search into their like they're not trying to force it but if they want to, they want this to be an inclusive place, which all that is great. So I don't know, like, I don't know what the weird tinge in me that is like, oh, but like, why do you have to push this hard to be super gay friendly? Like, there seems like there's some, maybe it's this, there's something more going on that pride hats aren't going to fix. And I don't know yeah. if we know what that is yet. Yeah. Um. Oh, wait, wait, I do. Hold on. Wait. <laughs> oh, turn the page. Sorry, that wasn't actually. No, next page of notes. <laughs> that wasn't me like planning out a thing. I just legitimately forgot no, that it. I had. You, you can do the show by yourself. You're just like. <laughs> oh, wait. I have an answer for myself. Okay, sorry. I, that was stupid. Okay. <laughs> Mike. <laughs> Fucking Let me Kyle. tell you about the part on my page that says why there are no openly gay players in Major League Baseball. Oh, okay. Yeah. Why? Why? I'm sorry. I'm still thinking about how I was like, who knows why there are... Oh, I know. I wrote this all down. Okay. You, you even have a bad memory with yourself. It's, it's okay, the, I'm like the memento guy. Like, I have... This is why I wrote this shit down, because I knew I would want to talk about it, but I forgot about it. So, like... Oh, God. Okay. Um, so, uh, three things. One is that... Uh, this was from an article in New Now Next, and they uh, said one of the things about baseball is that it's unique from the other uh, major sports things because they have a uh, minor league. Okay. So um, your spot isn't as secure as in, you know, the uh, NFL or the hockey one or the other one. Okay. Meaning like they could send you back down to the minor leagues. Like, uh-huh. you know, pe- and, and people are like, you have to go through the minor leagues and then get pulled up. So, you know, if you come out, it's, it's, it's not as your spot isn't as secure, I guess. Okay. Um, another thing is MLB draws players who skipped college and went right to the minors and college is a big time for a lot of people to get exposure to things they haven't been. Oh, oh, that's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that makes a lot of sense to me because, you know, where I lived um, in suburbs of Houston, Texas, it was like white people and Asian people and a black person every now and then. Like, so, and I, there was one gay kid our, at our high school mm-hmm. and he was the gay kid. Mm-hmm. Of course, there are way more gay people, but everyone came out later. But, yeah. you know, yeah. it's just you're not as exposed to all these different things. And then when I went to college in Austin, yeah, it yeah. was fucking be whatever the fuck you want. Do yeah. whatever you want. Everyone's cool with it. So, yeah, I could see how that could influence baseball. Yeah. And then the last thing was, okay, I didn't say this, so okay. don't, if, if no, if people don't like it, blame 
Sid Ziegler, who's a writer at Outsports. Um, there's a huge influx of players from Central and South America and the Caribbean in baseball. Guys who are often raised in very macho or Catholic communities. Yep. So that actually makes sense to me if we're drawing from a group of people that are not accepting of gay people. Yeah. That, you know, it could lead to this environment in the MLB where no one's coming out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe we just need to unleash a pack of bonobos on them. <laughs> They'll be like, hello, <laughs> dick in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> or I think if we could get them all in a pool with dolphins, they'd be like, look, dolphins just love each other inside and out. Yeah. Yeah. No matter who or what they are. <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know. Like, again, I, I'm, I always feel like I'm like the negative Nelly. Like the, all, the, all the things they're doing without forcing a player to come out all the things the mlb is doing is trying to create a conducive environment so i don't know what more i want but i just think maybe like what's making me feel weird is just this disparity between what they're trying to achieve and where they're at and so maybe it's just i'm i just am waiting for the progress to happen of someone getting there and coming out all right what, what do you have pitchers and catchers hey was glenn burke a pitcher or a catcher apparently he was massive too like like he had big like giant arms you would have loved Ooh. him yeah i'll see if i can find a picture for you um find one where he's alive uh, i want to talk about kiss cams and shut up what I, I i i just went to a baseball game yeah um anyway keep going keep going no you have a kiss cam story well okay so i went uh, I don't want to ruin your thing. Though. You're not going to ruin anything. Go for it. Um, I went to the baseball game recently and um, they didn't do kiss cam. Okay. And I, and Doug and Koviak, mm -hmm. our favorite, our favorite fag stag, fag stag. He was like, yeah, they don't do that anymore. Instead they do flex cam. Ooh. Which I thought was going to be great, but it's not like they're finding the like jacked guy. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, you know, there's kids and women and, and and non-jack dudes and so it was less exciting than i thought yeah but yeah i thought that was really interesting that they they stopped doing that to be um well i, I don't know there was this thing on the i think it was from the nfl where they did the kiss cam yeah and then the guy was like he like mouthed the words that's my mom awesome <laughs> so awesome. it is risky to be like pick two random people and guess if those two people are together and yep. will are willing to kiss so yep. ignoring the gay thing it's a risky thing no matter what yeah absolutely absolutely well and and it's gone terribly wrong in lots of ways that you can look up on youtube um oh are there more other than the that's my mom yeah oh yeah yeah like there's the guy that he tried to kiss his girlfriend and then she fall on like they had a fight on camera and like <laughs> stormed off and it was crazy wasn't there one where the guy went to kiss the girl and she said no so the guy behind him kissed him <laughs> that's great i know <laughs> and she was like what the fuck and it's like bitch you had your chance step aside yep so i want to talk about i'm going to end with baseball that's why it fits the baseball episode but mm -hmm. uh, the wnba recently had this let's see it was 2009 i guess it's not that recent anymore but for a long time at the verizon center there was this controversy because they wouldn't put same-sex people on the kiss cam and unless it was for a laugh. Ah, oh, fuck that. Yeah, and... Oh, it'd be like, we're going to put the camera on two straight bros and ha-ha, they're not going to kiss. So for football, the Jacksonville Jaguars. For basketball, 
It's the Washington Mystics, which that's a WNBA team, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but what they do is they do kiss cam, and then they have the kiss cam guy focus on two people from the opposite team sitting on the bench mm. and put them on the spot. Ah, it's hilarious. You're two dudes or you're two ladies. Yeah. You're on kiss cam, but you're from the other team. So the implication is it's humiliating for two people of the same sex to kiss. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But I would also laugh. I know that if I went to a game and, and, and there was kiss cam going on and then they were to put the camera on two dudes on the other team's bench, I would laugh. I would think it was funny. Well, okay. I think I would also laugh if they showed people of a different gender that were not dating and it was weird. Like, I think the the idea behind it is, hey, let's put these two people on a thing that aren't together and it's uncomfortable and funny. I think that part's funny. It would be different if they didn't just do it with gay. Like the part that is offensive is they only do the kiss, the regular kiss cam with straight people. And then they only do the, the joke with gay people. So I do think it could be funny if throughout the time they were doing straight and gay people. And then sometimes the joke was gay people, sometimes straight people, but just two people that aren't together. There's an additional part. I, I, I think I agree with most of what you said. So let's move on. That's, no. the, uh, that's uh, the most I can expect out of anything I say. No, uh, I, I think that it's, it's, they're trying to emasculate the other team. They're not putting on two people from their own team. It's the other team because to, they're saying it, um, you have gay people on your team. That makes you less than that. It's emasculating. Yeah. It's so it's, you're right. It is funny. The, the, the two people, regardless of gender that are not actually together being on kiss cam is funny, but I think that that's slightly different or only a component of what's happening. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. But I think that's why you think it's funny and why it doesn't make you a bad person. Like things can be funny. And then later we're like, you know, it's like my immediate reaction is funny, but then I realize, but that's not the environment I want, or that's not the message I want. So I think it can be both. It can be both funny to you and you can recognize that's not there's, there's, the thing you want to be funny. There's there's a part of me, and I'm not proud of it, that would think it was funny in a, ha they're gay kind of way. <laughs> um, part of me would think it, like, if they actually kissed, that'd be hot. Yeah. Straight, straight dudes kissing. Yeah. Talking about the WNBA kiss cam thing, mm-hmm. uh, this, this person said... Um, you have to understand women's professional basketball has two major fan bases, dads and daughters and lesbians. Like mm. let's maybe branch it out a little bit. They, I would think they out of anyone would be the ones to be more inclusive in their kiss cam. Yeah. Sheila Johnson, the mystics managing partner said, well, we have a lot of kids here. We just don't find it appropriate to put lesbians on the kiss cam. Fuck that. The reason. Okay. Everyone's so worried about kids. Kids don't give a fuck. If they see gay people kissing and just from the very beginning of their lives, everyone was like, it's like they didn't even make a deal of it. And and if so, they ask, they say, yeah, sometimes people of the like two boys kiss and sometimes two girls kiss and sometimes boys and girls kiss like they don't give a fuck. Right. The kids really going to care more about the cotton candy. I prompt they're gonna be like, oh. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Can I have more hot dogs? Yeah. Like it's the adults that are like trying to find excuses for their bigotry. Yep. Exactly. 
it's not the world's responsibility to make sure that you don't have to talk to your shitty kids. I think um, something that I, I think all of this, someone could look at and be like, why are these people so sensitive about, you know, one small thing? Why are we interpreting, you know, one, you know, okay, they make a joke on a kiss cam. Why is that a big deal? And I think what people, especially straight people need to realize is, let me step back. You're lucky if only these little things happen, but let's just assume like me that you're lucky enough to not have been really bullied or, but we still get, even if we have a great life, all these little things during the course of our life that says we are, that say we are not okay. Yeah. And so it's not just, if this was the only thing that happened, yeah, sure. And maybe not that big a deal, but it's, you know, constantly being reminded that you are gross, that you are not as good, that you are not worthy, that like over time that tears you down, that makes you believe what people are saying. Yeah. So that's why we notice these small things because they happen all the time. And and I bet people don't even realize they're doing it or it's happening a lot of the time. Yeah, uh, but it, it it really affects us. And a lot of, a lot of straight people that are like, oh, there's two guys holding hands, or they uh, kiss on the cheek, or whatever. Why do they have to shove it down our throats? Walk a mile in a gay person's shoes for a day, and you will see just willy nilly all over the place at the goddamn grocery store. People in opposite sex couples, mm-hmm. they touch each other, yeah. they kiss innocent things. They're not making. I mean. Like, people who the straight people who make out or get funky in aisle four at Safeway like they they get kicked out different thing yeah. but but like just casual interaction with each other they don't have to think about yeah. is this the right place for that or not they don't have like yeah they don't like almost touch their back and then don't because what are people going to think about that right or, yeah. yeah and it's uh nobody's trying to shove anything down anybody's throat we just want to be able to be as casual and comfortable with the universe as you get to be every day just because you're straight. Uh, the the last thing that I will say, ending on baseball, there is a a silver lining? No, what's the word that I'm looking for? Yeah. Silver lining? Uh, so on May 2nd of 2014, they had the first gay kiss on the kiss cam at the Dodgers game. And it was... Rick Simone and his husband Steve and they were in the middle of the kiss cam they were on the screen the same amount of time as all of the straight couples that were bookending them it was a totally non-event in mm-hmm. the way that you would want it to be yeah um and it was it was uh, I, I haven't confirmed this but uh, people people say that it's the very first gay kiss on the kiss cam at the Dodgers game so the Dodgers went from having Glenn Burke on their team all the way to now they just have gay people on their kiss cam and it's fine. Hmm. Um, so that's pretty great. Dodgers. They ain't dodging shit. They ain't dodging shit. Um, okay. So do you want to take a break and then do our, do our gayest and straightest? Do you want to take a break? Let's take a break. Let's take a break. This is the part where Mike and Kyle take a break. Are we back? Yes. We're back. We're back. Uh, let's do our gayest and straightest. But first, but first, um, so 
I want to both thank Charlie Finn for the use of the theme song, but also let you know that she has a couple appearances coming up. The Seattle Acoustic Festival, she's appearing on August 26th, and she's at the Connor Byrne Pub on August 31st. So if you like this song, if you're like me and listen to the album, then uh, go check her out live. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, be sure to do the three R's. Rate, review, and subscribe. Subscribe. Uh, we are on iTunes and the Google Play Store. Yeah. Uh, if you want to send us an email, it's gayishpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we have a Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash gayishpodcast. Where we post shit. You have to see it to believe it. Like all of the abs that I just posted. Like some abs. Yeah. <laughs> They're nice ones. They're so nice. But in the episode where we talk about like feel like hot people, I feel, I don't know. It's weird. I don't know. He was down to be objectified, right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, then that's... I wanted to lick him. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and uh, text us or leave us a voicemail. Our hotline is 5855-GAYISH. 585-542-9474. Standard rate supply. Uh, yeah. So, gayish and straightish? Nope. I have a thing first. Oh. Yeah. I know. I, I want somebody in our... I'm hoping that we have trans listeners. Hmm. Uh, or at least allies that have trans friends that they can ask because I legitimately need help with something. Okay. My Starbucks that's right here down the street, I haven't been through there in a while, and I went through the drive-thru, and I noticed that guy is really cute who's giving me my coffee right now. Holy shit, that's Brian. Brian is trans. I I knew Brian when Brian was working. The, I shouldn't, should I say his name? It's hard. Uh, but Brian definitely was female before and is transitioning. And I want to say, is it, can can I say something? Is it appropriate to say something to be like, Hey, Hmm. I'm gay and you're looking real hot now because you you, like you're passing. Like, I I don't want to be like, is it, is it okay to congratulate people? (laughs) Like, I, and I'm just so totally on board. Like, yeah. good, good for him. Yeah. Um. For for transitioning, and I, I want to be supportive, but also like, he's at work. Yeah. And he's just trying to sell coffee. Yeah. And but you want to be like, you're a hot dude. Oh, like that's awesome. I feel well. Okay. I agree that we need someone to weigh in. My instinct would be to say things like, dude, like if you know for sure they transitioned and are not like, no, I don't know, but they are male using like, thanks, dude. Thanks, bro. Thanks, guy. Like some of those words could Mm. be really cool for them to receive. Again, I don't, that's my instincts, but yeah, I agree. If, if, if someone knows better, knows, knows the right way to handle those situations, let us know. Cause um, yeah, like let us help, help us support, the people we want to like trans people including saying don't fucking say anything or don't yeah yeah yeah. if we shouldn't say anything great let's do that you know yep um gayest and straightest yeah oh uh it's my turn to go first because uh, you because i was too dominating and so last time you you tried to take some of the power back great all right so have a gayest thing and it's about to come out of my mouth hole the gayest thing this week is when you were actually setting up for this today, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you put the mic in front of my face mm-hmm. and like jokingly like hit it into my mouth. Mm-hmm. And my instinct was to open up and stick on my tongue. 
like it just happened it wasn't it was just my reflexes anything even remotely slightly possibly phallic and it it flies (laughs) towards your face and you just open right up Ah, doctors love me Uh (laughs) um okay my straightest thing is so you talked about last week uh your gayest thing was going to act two where all mm-hmm. the gays get together and sing uh, show tunes and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I went to that. Mm-hmm. My straightest thing is I didn't like, I barely knew one of those songs. <laughs> I feel like the, like the worst gay all the time because I, I know so few of them. I all th- the gays are singing along in chorus, yeah. sometimes to the musical chorus. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I don't, I don't know. And I, and so like, I'm sitting there and I'm enjoying, like I'm having fun sitting there, but I'm not singing. And then everyone's like, are you uncomfortable right now? And I'm like, well, no, I wasn't until you just asked me that. Cause now it's clear. I look uncomfortable. Like I wasn't uncomfortable. Are, are you uncomfortable right now? Cause you should be. Cause you, cause your mouth isn't moving. Yeah. So that, that I, I feel like gay people get, they, give me your gay card back. You don't know. Yeah. They about- diminish gay people who don't know all these songs from musicals and I like musicals. That's fine. It's just, I don't know all the words. So it's annoying when people think that's a requirement to be gay. It's true. Yeah. My straightest thing this week was definitely going to the gorge for the Zach Brown band concert. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. It was just a sea of straight rednecks. I was, <laughs> I was just cause they're a country band, right? Mm-hmm. Like in fact, they are a lot of their music is country music and mm. i was gonna play a little clip of chicken fried so that you could go oh god <laughs> yeah let's do it it that the clip goes right here you know well i'm a chicken fried a cold beer on a friday night a pair of jeans that fit just right and a radio i mean it was country. But, okay, what I like about that is he talked about a pair of jeans that fit just right, which is a stereotypically gay thing to care about your appearance. Oh. And I like it when, um, I actually noticed, this is weird, I noticed Howard Stern, I really, I love Howard Stern. One of the things he does is make it seem okay to have interests that seem gay at first, like or that are mm-hmm. stereotypically gay. Like, he talks about... I've heard him say, like, I love going to the store and getting a new sweater and wearing the sweater on the first time. Yeah. And coming from someone who is so seemingly loves being just fucking straight and loves strippers and everything, to talk about loving a sweater and putting it on, it, yeah. to me, it kind of makes it okay for straight people to also, straight guys to also do that thing. So I kind of like that, like, while it's super country, like down home cooking like country it also said i like a pair of jeans that fit right yeah yeah well and and i think i think despite the fact that it was eastern washington and rednecks came from miles and miles around <laughs> in droves to this you never knew there was so much redneck in washington yeah um i, I think zach brown band I, I think that they're pretty progressive and uh, they're not your stereotypical country yeah band. that's awesome then the the gayest thing about me this week after the concert, you really have two options. It's either leave the concert early and run to your car and or just wait. Like if you if you stay for the complete end of the concert, you walk back to the rig and it's just gridlock. Shit is not moving at all. It's like if you wait till the end of the orgy and then you try to leave. It's like, no, everyone's trying to get out right now. Right. Yeah. Stay yeah. behind. Yep. 
blow another person. Yeah, just, to just chill take out. your time. Take relax. Yeah, like re- just relube and chill <laughs> for a little bit. Um, That's a shirt. I want the shirt relube and chill. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we 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 planned ahead, and we had like it was just it was so gay. We had. Uh, brie and blue cheese on crackers and we had dried salami and we had pellegrino and like it was just so bougie like we're sitting here eating these like really bougie snacks while watching this just drunk as fuck guy fall down and (laughs) um but then uh, chris disagrees he said he said it isn't gay it's just good planning Okay, actually, this is the first time I've known what your gayest thing was going to be because yeah. Chris told me this. Oh, yeah. And yeah, he. I also, I agree with you. I thought like bringing different varietals of cheese and Pellegrino and having a picnic, like I can't picture two straight bros just being <laughs> like, hey, bro, you grab some brie, I'll get some goat cheese, yeah. we'll have some sparkling water together and just chill. High five, bro. Like, I can't picture that. So I agreed with you, but I'm curious, like, straight dudes, have you had just a nice, che- not cheddar cheese. Right. If yeah. cheddar cheese was involved, you're disqualified. But if you had a nice cheese party with one of your bros, <laughs> let a- I'm really curious. Let us know if you've done that. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That number is something, something, something gayish. Five, eight, five, five, gayish. Gayish. There we go. Standard rate supply. That song That's means we're done. <laughs> means this is the end of the episode. <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> so that's it. That's this has been gayish. Hold <laughs> well, on, my, my ride's here. I gotta go. <laughs> uh, I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. Until next week, be butch, be fabulous, be you. See you next week. See you next week, Dream Daddies. Bye. And hear me as I will sing Hey and by the way Do you hear what your words bring? Oh